Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thank you. So, yeah, we're just going to kind of talk about what you are doing during the shutdown and how you're Among many things. Um, you know, we were working on getting some stimulus money for um, salaries for some, you know, ourselves and some of our people. Um, I'm still working on some display, um, uh, more descriptors and some things, full of pictures and some graphic things, bigger things I'm still working on. Sending out letters, talking about we're probably going to have to cancel our 25th anniversary celebration end of May. So just trying to think of what I can do um, to get people. I think I'm going to uh, do some kind of promo, uh, 25 for the 25th, and see if people, I know a lot of people are donating to more worthy causes in our museum, but to see if some of his fans would donate to us uh, in light of our, our anniversary since we can't do anything. But we'll see. Hi, my name's Brian Crawford with pghmuseums.org, and over the next several weeks, I'll be talking with artists, museum directors, and even the general manager of a professional sports team. Due to the COVID-19 coronavirus, we'll be practicing social distancing and speaking over video and talking about how the virus is affecting the people who make our culture community work. We'll be discussing how it's affecting their lives, how they're staying creative, overcoming challenges, and how they plan to bounce back when we can all leave our homes again. Please join me for COVID Conversations. I was so excited to have this big 25th anniversary. It's a big anniversary for us. And yep. we just redone, we painted and reorganized the whole museum. And, um, and it was kind of um, a letdown that we couldn't have a big celebration around his birthday. But that's not to say... We have all year. It's still our 25th anniversary all year. So uh, I think we're looking at planning something in the fall. We have Rich Little coming in um, to do a show for us in September. So hopefully, keep our fingers crossed. If uh, if we're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and things open up, we can do something then. We're here with J.D. McGurgan of the Jimmy Stewart Museum. I know whenever we spoke, you and I, when I came down there, first off, uh, the paint job and everything looks great. I was able to Thank come you. down and see it in person. Uh, I, I know you just mentioned about Jimmy's character and, and what a good person he is. And I think he would probably, just based on my conversations with you, uh, he probably would be kind of taking the approach you do. You've got all year. Uh, there's other things right now that are like super pressing. People are, you know, out of work. And I think that's important to worry about employee salaries, especially in this time. Absolutely. I mean, we have a lot of volunteers, which is nice, which are retired teachers and things. So um, uh, we don't have to worry about them because they're in good shape. But we do have some employees, especially our weekend employees that we're concerned about. And we're really trying to um, uh, look after them, make sure they're okay, get them some money um, and, and really watch out for the Jimmy Stewart Museum community because these people really care about the man and the museum and our mission and uh, they've been through us with us through thick and thin, so we're trying to look out for them as well. Uh, you've been doing a lot on social media, more than many other museums that I've noticed, and I think it's really impressive. Have you seen a reaction with your, your postings? Have you seen people keeping an interest well that we do we're just trying to give people something to do like anytime i see jimmy stewart films um being shown on turn classic movies i try and do a, a heads up to people so 
everybody's in quarantine, they need something to do, and the big fans would like to know when they're showing. Um, I try and do a heads up on that. We just started Jimmy Stewart Trivia, our Trivia Tuesdays, um, where we put out a um, one sentence plot line of a movie, and people have to guess the name of the movie. He made over 80 movies, so there's a lot of um, uh, movies out there, and some are going to be tougher than others. But we did that. We did a bingo card. We're just trying to keep his fans um, uh, interested and engaged, and hopefully when all this is over, they'll want to come see us. Now, have you been spending your time at home watching these movies as well? I have. I've caught up on, on a lot of movies I haven't seen. Obviously, I have not seen them all. Um, I've seen the more popular of the ones, so I'm trying to uh, see some of the more um, less, lesser-known movies. Um, it's been really interesting, and I'm also um, reading some more biographies on Jimmy Stewart that I didn't have time to do. So I'm, I'm picking up a lot of, uh, of reference material, which is good. What is your favorite movie? Of uh, that's so hard. Um, uh, I, I have two. Uh, obviously, It's a Wonderful Life is everybody's favorite movie. But I really love, when I really fell in love with Jimmy's story, it was the Philadelphia story. I loved Cary Grant and Kate Hepburn and Jimmy Stewart. That whole trio was amazing. And, um, and Jimmy really showed his uh, comedy chops in that one. So that, was, that tends to be my favorite. That's cool. I, I want to see some of the old like war stuff he did. I feel like that would be interesting. I, I've never seen, I haven't seen any of that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those, those movies are kind of interesting to watch. It's just like a, a, a historical reference, you know, to, to see the, how the entire, you know, industry got behind the war effort. It, it's kind of interesting. Absolutely. And he um, did a lot of Westerns. And, and I'm not a huge Western fan in general. I kind of like the rom-coms and things. But I've started watching some of those. And, and it's really unique. It's a different Jimmy. Um, you know, he was lighthearted and more comedic romantic comedies before the war. And afterwards, he did some darker, um, really interesting Westerns. So that's been interesting to watch as well. Cool. Well, uh, gonna, we're going to take a quick break and showcase another museum that is an affiliate of ours, and uh, we'll be right back. PGH Museums is made possible through our affiliates, such as the Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center. The Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center is an interactive science center devoted to weather and weather folklore located in a century-old former post office in a town who's known for its weather-predicting groundhog. The Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center lets you become a tornado, make a thunderstorm, or even be a TV weather forecaster. We met up with the center's executive director, Marlene Leelock, to see if she's ever been caught playing with the green screen. <laughs> yes, don't tell my board, but uh, yes, we play with the green screen all the time. It's fun. It's uh, If you've never been in front of one of them, uh, you can pretend that you're doing the weather. Uh, you can also take one of the green capes that we have and make your body disappear. So, you know, there's all kinds of fun things that you can do with it. Has she ever forged a weather forecast and predicted a catastrophe? I can't say that I've done that, but that gives me some food for thought. <laughs> you can create your own weather apocalypse forecast and learn everything the center has to offer at the Punxsutawney Weather Discovery Center. Discover more at weatherdiscovery.org. All right, we are back with Jenny McGurgan here. You are with the Jimmy Stewart Museum up in Indiana, Pennsylvania, right above the library, which is cool. I am. Kind of. Go downstairs and, uh, you know, get educated downstairs and then come upstairs and get educated as well. So it's kind of Absolutely. Just, you know. People are surprised how many, how much 
items we have, how many memorabilia. People come in, they say, I wish I would have spent more time or scheduled more time because we have so much packed in, but from the outside, it looks really small. But uh, we have a lot of memorabilia on Jimmy Stewart, and, uh, and it's kind of fun to see people's reactions. They're pleasantly surprised. Now, now that everything's kind of shut down, do you go in and just kind of like spend like a night at the museum type of deal where you've got the <laughs> entire place to yourself and you're roaming around? Do you do any of that? No, but I'd like to. We've got security cameras in there and I can look at them on my phone so I can kind of look at the galleries. I have been in once or twice um, to get some things from uh, my office and uh, the archives just so I can do some work at home. But um, it is cool. I, I like to wander around just because it's refreshed, redone, and new. And sometimes I just like to wander around thinking, hey, it's looking pretty good. And just seeing whatever el what other elements I want to add to it as well you, to enhance it. Have you thought about using those security cameras as actual like content? Because I feel like that would be kind of interesting, like uh, like on social media to just like see, like here's a sneak peek of what's going on. When well, they're not happening. great angles. They're kind of high in a corner and coming down. That's so you not. really can't read anything or see. It, they're really not at good angles to really see it. But I have thought about going in and maybe doing a couple short Facebook Live videos in front of different parts of galleries just to give people a tease of what it looks like. Mm -hmm. So now, that might be in my future. I might have my dog, grad student daughter who's home be my camera person. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, have you, um, do you use a social media like content calendar when you're doing all of your social media? Well, it's, it's kind of a tag team. We have a gentleman in Texas who has, who normally did all of our Facebook. And then there's two other people that do Instagram and Twitter. Um, and then I got put on the Facebook. Um, and so we tag team. He does a lot of the, trivia about the movies and about Jimmy and things like that. Um, I do a lot of local stuff. I've been doing a lot of the trivia and, and the new stuff that's coming out and things that are happening in town as well. Um, so the two of us work really well together. So I haven't had a formal calendar, but I have been setting stuff up. I've had more time to do it because I'm home. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm always thinking of new things. I have some more things to do for the month of May that are coming up, which will be exciting. Now, what are, you guys, what are you guys planning as far as just, like, getting back into the world? I think it's going to be tough. I mean, I don't know when people are going to feel comfortable going out in public. I, I just don't know when that's going to happen. But I'm hoping that we'll um, show sneak peeks of the, the museum, and it's big enough, and we have enough galleries where people can really spread out, um, unless it's really we have a big tour group or something like that. So I'm hoping people will need a little bit of escapism and come over, watch a movie, see the museum, you know, use it as uh, just an outlet to get out of the house, something fun to do. Now, you said you have people at home with you currently? I do. I have my husband who is working here and there, and then my daughter who is a PT grad student who is doing online school right now. So I'm always in a situation, I live alone, so I'm always looking to like reach out and connect to people. Do you find yourself in a situation where you're like, get away from me, I've seen enough of you? No, I think we all have our little corners <laughs> of the house and you know, my daughter's doing a lot of school work, so she's busy on her computer online and my husband's working and I've got my computer, so we kind of all gather in the evenings and, uh, and connect back together and be able to talk and uh, over dinner. So you're nicer than me. We do some trivia with my son who lives in the state of Indiana. So sometimes we zoom him as well. So that's fun. That's cool. Yeah, I, I would. You're nicer than me. I'd be like, leave me alone. 
<laughs> well, I've got a grown adult. She's not she's not little, so she's she pretty she behaves herself, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's exciting. I'm really excited to see you guys get back up and going again. Um it's, a, it's such a shame that everything is kind of like grinded. I felt like this year 2020 was just like so many people had so many things going on and so many plans. Uh, you guys have the 20th anniversary. I had some really great things lined up for myself and, and it just seems like everybody I, I spoke to, this was like their year to make stuff happen and then all of a sudden this thing, this virus hits and, and I, everything is grinding to a halt. It is. I felt like, oh, this, everything was falling in my lap and there were so many great things happening and people approaching us wanting to help and uh, and especially having the 25th anniversary, I thought, oh, this is going to be a great year. And uh, and uh, there's other plans. <laughs> the universe had other plans. But um, I really do think, I hope, uh, I'm really excited with how the museum turned out and how it's reorganized. And I think people are really going to enjoy it. I just got to get people back when, when it's safe to do so. Yeah, and I think people, I, I actually don't think it's going to be as difficult as people were thinking. I know that the... the anxiety there's an anxiety that people aren't going to want to go out i think it's it's maybe a good time to capitalize on people's enthusiasm and and, and get people out because that maybe they haven't been to before because they're looking for new experiences and looking to get out of the house and and turn netflix off or whatever they're watching and <laughs> Yeah, I think everyone's going to be sick about binge watching after a while. So it'll be nice to get out. We've got a lot of great parks and a lot of great um, restaurants and stores here in Indiana. It's a really quaint little town. So um, it's a great place to visit if you don't live here uh, because there's lots to do outside of the museum. It is. And, you know, I was so I was surprised because when I went to Cal U and all everybody I know who went to Indiana University of Pennsylvania, they would always try to like argue that, oh, Indiana's a small town, and then I would know California's a small town. Well, how have I been now? Like, I hadn't been downtown Indiana until I went up to visit the museum. Having been to both, Indiana's like a metropolis compared to California. <laughs> There's so much to do. I mean, California's so small. They've, they've got like two bars and just like, it, there's not much there. We are very fortunate. There's a lot of small towns with a lot of shuttered doors and hopefully our town will recover after all this, but we have so much going on for a small town. Um, we are very lucky and a lot of tour groups that come in say, I wish we'd have built more time in to go shopping and to eat here and things like that. We have a really, really great downtown. We're, we're extremely fortunate. Yeah, I would agree. And I went there and I was, I was surprised and I was, I thought the same thing. Oh, I'm going to have, luckily I only live, you know, what is it, like an hour and a half or so away and make it back there. So that's like on my list. I ran into another place while I was up there. I got coffee. It's called the Artist Hand. Yes, yes. Yeah, I like that. That was cool. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to do right there. There is. We've got, a, and normally we have a lot of festivals. We were going to tie in our 25th anniversary to this Westlevania Jazz Festival and art show. So it'd be a whole weekend of stuff over Memorial Day. It would have been really cool. It was going to be um, Art, Jazz, and Jimmy was going to be the whole title of the weekend. So it would have been a great destination. But uh, but hopefully we can be have some more creative plans this fall, and and people will come out and see us or make the trip at the end of the summer. Fingers crossed. Yes, and I'm going to leave you with this. Uh, if you have one piece of advice, something that you've been doing to help cope with staying at home and not living your normal life, what is that piece of advice that you can give to the people out there? Get outside and soak up the sunshine when, when it's out there. We don't get a lot of sun in Pennsylvania, but 
Um, just to break up the day, I go walk the dog or walk with my husband and daughter um, while social distancing from everyone else. But it really seems to help to get fresh air and soak up the sun uh, for my mental clarity, for sure, than being stuck in the house. Explore some of the region's most dynamic murals in one of the most fascinating venues with the Society to Preserve the Millville Murals of Max Ivanka. The Society works with the St. Nicholas Croatian Catholic Church to provide tours of the 25 murals painted on the church sanctuary walls. A mixture of religious and social commentary can be found with inspirations from World War II. What would it be like growing up in a church surrounded in these murals? We asked docent manager and church attendee, Andrew Stefanik. You'd always be finding something new when you were, even when you were sitting here during mass or during other ceremonies. Um, and you'd maybe you'd lose track of what of mass and you would, your eyes would wander about, about the murals and you would find something new. And even to this day, every time I come in here, I find something new in the murals. Is there anything a visitor observed that's new to Andrew? Absolutely, there are so many. Um, almost every time, and I would say the best tours, are when somebody comes in and discovers something new or points something out new to me. And I would say my favorite parts about the tours that I give is the information that I share that I've gotten from others and gotten from visitors that I were no experts or had no specific expertise, but just their attention was drawn to something specific. Learn how these iconic murals connect you to the past and discover what they could teach you about the present with a tour from the Society to Preserve the Millville Murals of Max Ivanka. Find out more at ivankamurals.org. Thank you for listening to COVID Conversations, a special series for PGH Museums, produced and edited by me, Brian Crawford. Support PGH Museums by joining our membership program at pghmuseums.org join. Our music is Energy 2013 by Sasha Endy and can be found at filmmusic.io and licensed under the Creative Commons. Let us know how you're keeping your spark in these trying times. Email me at brian at pghmuseums.org. Stay safe. Keep your distance and keep creating.